here we go. <laughs> Ergo Radio on WHPK 88.5 ErgoRadio.com. I'm Daniel. I'm Damon. What's up, world? Hey, y'all. How y'all feeling? We back. We here. It's all good, man. I just hope that you are having a good day in your life, wherever that is. Absolutely. How are you feeling, Dave? I'm all right, man. I'm a little groggy. Just like woke up super early and was able to take a nap. So I'm just like in a weird little flow. But life is beautiful, man. It's colder than I would want it to be, but I can't complain. For those of y'all who don't know what we do here on Ergo, A-I-R-G-O, we interview strong young voices from Chicago and beyond each week a conversation with a different artist writer organizer poet musician singer rapper just person reshaping the culture of the city and the country we bring them all here to WHPK we have a very special guest in the building with us today but we first before we get to that any announcements Dave absolutely uh, this Monday President's Day uh, let us breathe having our movement building uh, event series called Breathing Room. It's a free event, free food, come kick it. We got open mic, part political education. We got a free store. We're going to have workshops. You can DJ or party. It's it's live. So we out west, 3609 West Cermak. Uh, if you don't want to go on the west side, also at the Arts Incubator on, on Garfield, there will be an event around the state's attorney's race on Monday at 6. Where And uh, they can find info for both of those. I know the Breathing Room is on Facebook and everything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, one, or I guess two other things. One, uh, our friends over at Party Noir are yeah. doing the next edition of their incredible uh, party series at the Promontory on Sunday, this Sunday afternoon, so come through for that. And also, uh, as we mentioned last couple weeks, Louder Than a Bomb kicks off this week. Sign up to volunteer now. Come help these 1,300 kids from across the city share their words and their thoughts, their ideas. Uh, you can sign up for that at youngchicagoauthors.org. And shout out to the Lighthouse as always, 1373 East 53rd, the homies. We're going to have a great meal after the show with our guest who is here today, the world traveled Multi-talented, Mr. Sam Trump. What's good, man? What's up, world? Bra, 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 How you Bang! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks Enjoy for being here with us. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We we all got no board. It's all me. <laughs> In house. How are you? Uh, how are you feeling on this chilly, chilly Thursday? I'm feeling great. It's chilly, but it's sunny, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's for beautiful sure. out there. So before we get started, let's just like clear this up for the world uh-huh. and for the people. <laughs> Is it true that you are not my older brother? It's true. Okay, all right, because that's been a rumor that's been swirling around. Pretty much, it's, it's coming like like once or twice a month now. Yeah. People are asking me, "Am I your little brother, or or am I you?" Uh, <laughs> which neither of those things are true. So I just want to straighten that up for the people. I get the same thing, man. Right, right. Okay, thing, yeah. all right. I mean, I'm getting down here a little bit. There, there, are, there are worse people to be mistaken yeah, for. It's not a problem. Two, it's yeah. all love. Yeah, right. It's great. It's great. <laughs> and I have one more clarification question. Um, you are in not in any way related to Donald Trump, correct? No, 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 no. When I'm on stage, usually I'm like, uh, my name is Sam Trump. That's Trump as in trumpet and not as in Donald. <laughs> Have you been considering a uh, a name abbreviation or change or, or anything or like that? Not at all. Add the it yeah. to it. Mm. Sam Trumpet? No, nah. nah, we can't do that. No, nah, that's Donnie, 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 Donnie Trumpet. Trumpet. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. Ah! <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough spot to be in. Can there yeah. be Trumpet or Beef? Can there be sh- Chicago? N- not at all, man. No, nah, not at all. P- peace to Donnie Trump, <laughs> but I've love. actually reached out to him What's a couple times. Man? I haven't gotten a response back. Oh, However, oh, um, I, I got number, <laughs> <laughs> I got number love for everyone, man. In and everyone, um, I have no enemies, and if I do, man, let's talk, let's squash it. <laughs> you can call <laughs> WHBK right now. You just yeah, call it right now. <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of show, but we're open to yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've seen you, uh, I've seen you everywhere across the city, and all, all these different rooms. Get up and you kill it every single time oh man um, thank you your your performance is incredible the vibe that you make in the room is amazing you know whether you're playing on your own or with the full band or with sidewalk chalk the band that you've been a part of for a long time now um and what comes across to me and one of the reasons why i wanted to get you up here your work ethic from the outside is crazy like i feel like you're always not just in a space like they're talking to folk but you're like being present and you're connecting with folks and you, when you get on stage, like the energy is there hundred um, percent. What kind of, what kind of vibe are you trying to create from the stage? Like, how do you think about when you step onto stage, what you're trying to make that room feel like? Um, <clears throat> well, you know, a lot of people kind of um, labeled me as this smooth cat, you know what I mean? I just, 
Um, I think it's the trumpet. That swoons and, you know, swoons. my boy Binky said, I, I make thugs cry. Oh, uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but so I, I in, in a sense, I try to stay in my lane and just uh, provide this like it's smooth, soul, soul type of vibe. But I'm open, man, to whatever the room takes me to or whatever the audience is feeling, you know, um, my, my performance, I would like to consider as a collaboration to where it's not just myself performing for the audience, but I'm, I'm going to be reaching out and talking to the audience and, and asking for interaction and all that. So um, what the end goal is, it's just, it's just to create a special moment for all the people who came out, you know, um, with, with no regard to people who aren't there. It's all about the people who are there for that moment, you know what I'm saying? So um, that, that's the goal. That's the goal, and I'm, and I'm completely open to whatever it ends up being. So how did you like get into this thing? So when when did you pick up the trumpet basically? Let's let's go back from from the top. Yeah, we're going way back. So like <laughs> I've been playing trumpet since I was 7. So trumpet has been a part of my life and music has been a part of my life um for most of it. Uh for 21 years now I'm 28. And um yeah, I, I went to a um an elementary that was kind of like a it, it was a fine arts school. It's kind of like a like a Columbia College for elementary folks, you know, <laughs> or like a I don't know, like an Oberlin conservatory. I don't know. I don't know. I just compared Columbia to o Oberlin, but um, <laughs> but it's, it's it's a fine art school for elementary, and so um, once you hit third grade, you can kind of uh, you know choose whatever activity, extracurricular activity you want to get involved in. And I chose band, and I chose a trumpet because it was easy. It looked easy. <laughs> Didn't realize it. <laughs> now you're you're one of the one of the few transplants we've had up here. Uh, I know you're from Houston originally. Is yes, that where sir. You grew. Mm -hmm. um, so let's let, let's let's go. Time. Yeah, there you go. Let's go all the way there. Uh, let's just paint a picture as much as you can. Like, what's your what was the house like? Who was in the house with your family? What, what's the block like? What's the neighborhood? Stuff like that. Okay, so um, I grew up in a hood called Harm Clock. Um, shout out to anybody listening from H Town. I don't hey. know, but um, but yeah, um, at that time, you know, it wasn't. Um, I, I I was like a neighborhood guy. I had a couple friends in the neighborhood. We played basketball and stuff. Actually, um, for for time just out. But most of my time, my extra time at home was honing in on the on the trumpet. You know, um, it was a it was a hobby, and it was an interest of mine that I really liked. It kept me out of a lot of trouble. Um, we moved to a new area of town once I hit like middle school, and um, in this new district for schooling um the the students started playing music in middle school so i was like ahead of the curve so um i started exploring different things i started playing percussion and xylophone and drums and stuff and um and but as far as the home man my my my, my mom and stepfather who i grew up with uh they're always very supportive and very open to me just kind of creating my own path in in, in my own interest you know and i had um Three siblings. I had an older brother, older sister, and a younger sister. Um, Are they musicians, any of them? My older sister, uh, my only full sibling, is um, a singer, songwriter, recording artist. Um, she currently lives in L.A. She works for Radio 1, Ricky mm -hmm. Smiley Morning Show. Oh, wow. um, but she's um, she's pinned for um, Keisha Cole, Whitney Houston. She's wow. uh, written for Monica's latest album that just came out. Cool. And um, so, like, she was a big inspiration when she was like 16 i was well 11 we're like five years apart and um just watching her kind of like follow her dreams and aspirations in music um it kind of um kind of showed me an alternate path but still within music but showing that it's not just about one way you know there's different different ways to to do it you know so you you, you described it as a hobby mm -hmm. growing up so what was that moment where it shifted from like hobby yeah. to passion to like life's work yeah, well, um, when I got to high school, um, I was engulfed in, in band and music. And uh, I went to this school called Willow Ridge High School. And um, they were really known for the marching band. Texas, man, marching band. Yeah, it go down. That's big <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. You, so did it? you did the marching yeah, band? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Marching band, four years. Um, like, was a drum was major. Crunk, like playing no limit songs. And yeah, stuff like yeah, that. yeah. We played all the radio songs. <laughs> did you bring P D Pablo out like in Drumline? <laughs> we we did uh, a couple of P D Pablo songs. Hey! <laughs> I saw someone tweet. They're hoping that uh, Kanye's album, which drops today, is a tribute to P D Pablo. <laughs> Does it drop today? Yeah, the life of Pablo. 
title, <laughs> and it's just a tribute to people. But it drops today. Yeah, I didn't know that. Did you? Yeah, know that? I didn't know that. But I, I heard it was dropping this week. Yeah. yeah. Yikes, that's intense. Well, I, no, I thought it was dropping. Well, it's something. He does like the big event tonight. Okay. Uh, check anywhere on Twitter. I'm sure you can find the information. Right. right. Do y'all want to? Y'all want to give a few moments to Kanye? How y'all feeling about Kanye right now? I'm, I, I want to listen to the album to decide that. I, I, I feel that he's going through. Um, he's been through a couple transitions. Yeah. Late. You know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> And I think the the baby and the whole family thing mm-hmm. is 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 kind of changing him as well. So I haven't been really watching Kanye as of late, but um, but uh, prior to um, let me say like this past winter season, like I, I've seen, I, I made up my mind that he's 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 coming around. He's coming back around. Yeah, he's you, coming back. What, around. what 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 led you to feel that way? Um. I don't know. I, I just I just think at the at the time when he was kind of getting all of this uh, flag for all these, these interviews and him going crazy and all that, and, um, I just think I I think time kind of kind of heals. You know what I'm saying? And so um, that's just my hope for him, really. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. really know him personally. Yeah, me, but, me neither. You know. But I, I, I feel I feel that I do. Yeah. Like even those interviews, like that's kind of like during the Jesus season. I'm, I'm pretty right. sure talking about like uh-huh. the sway and all that. Like yeah. I even really appreciate it. His analysis and what he was saying in that moment in that season, uh, like you know, full disclosure, like Kanye has been one of my greatest heroes. Um, and oh like yeah, has done a lot in terms of like shape, shaping my consciousness for real, mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways, like socially and culturally. And I, I've really felt left let down by him over the last year, mm-hmm. really, basically post Jesus, um, in a way that I'm I'm worried about this album and I'm worried about this moment and like I feel like this might be the last shot or this critical turning yeah. point of like. Him being gone for real. I know. I, I have this like sneaking suspicion <laughs> that it's going to sound really, really good and it's going to feel super, super removed and distant from the world. Because yeah. that just seems like that's the world. And again, like we have no inside information or uh, like inside. I just like ideas here, but like I just feel like he's so far removed from where the world is right mm-hmm. now. You yeah, know, Northwest has never seen 79th Street. But it's so far removed as far as like a head. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I, I think. I think he's very intelligent, man, and that Absolutely. he um and when you hear him talk, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. you're like, this dude is I mean, geniuses are crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? He he's a genius and, and like and <clears throat> yeah, I, I just I just think it's it's hard for him to contain um and I he 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 talks very uh, very much so in a, in a pompous way, you know, but <laughs> I think sometimes it's hard for him to con- contain all of that and he and he for some reason he makes it that he he has to like speak out and yeah, just yeah. say everything. So you know? so has he had like artistically what, what has he had any influence on you? Because I know, oh, yeah. it, you know, he's one of the the pioneers in terms of bringing like instrumentality back back to hip hop. You know, the going from the very like pre track computerized sound mm-hmm. um, to bringing more of the soul influences back. And then yeah. when he went to the whole like live or- orchestra feel and sound, uh, how, where where were you when he was starting to like? break those cracks in the in the ground uh when i really started delving into kanye it was actually on late registration true um right. and uh that was like is when i had my first car i just went off to college were you and, in chicago yet no no okay. so i was i was in in like in north texas i was in denton just north of dallas and um late registration man it stayed in my in my in my whip for for a minute, man. That's, that's great driving music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Just just to um just to speak on on Kanye and his and his status. I I think that he has a track record of of just proving himself, though. You know what I'm saying? So so like he's very inspiring because even though he talks a lot and he doesn't just do. You know what I'm saying? I think that he the doing always is is the backup as well. You know what I'm saying? So mm, he's walked um, the, he's walked his own walk for a long yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. And um and that that's one thing that's very inspiring for me. Like he's he's always um ahead of the curve, ahead of the wave and, and when and when he's doing it, he's he's doing it big, man. Yeah, so we'll uh yeah. we'll 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 go back to your transition to the city and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. I wanna talk a little bit because we're about to hear uh, the new single and the new track that you just put out, Love and Happiness. Which love, I think peace is and happiness yeah. love, Peace and Happiness. I can't Word. leave the peace out. That's no good. <laughs> um, and, and I think like it fits in that conversation because it it is obviously in line with what you've been making for, for a while now. But, it, you know, it feels it feels a little different. It, it, the, the energy of it and just the whole vibe, like it, it, it clicks in this way. Uh, when you listen to it now with it being out in the world, like, what feels really good to you about this song? And then we'll hear it. 
Uh, what feels good about the song? Um, in retrospect, I think is the just the delivery and the the intensity in which I I um I I sing the song and and I think it's 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 subtle but still it's uh it's very heavy like I think the topic is very heavy uh especially for these times um but yeah I'm 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 happy with it and it's it's really just like a, another another song man me and me and Calvin Valentine we got like like 25 songs right now so. We just wanted to put out something to kind of, you know, be like a, hey man, check this out. Here's, here's a little taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear uh, love, peace, and happiness. Sam Trump here on Ergo WHPK 88.5 Ergo Radio dot com. Sam Trump, love, peace, and happiness here on Ergo, ErgoRadio.com, WHPK. I, uh, I like that song, man. Thank you, brother. I uh, like it, too. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we were talking a little bit, going back to, to, to Houston and growing up there. Mm-hmm. Um, what was, uh, do you remember any particular like songs or artists that you had records of in the house from your parents or stuff like that you heard growing up? Yeah, we used to listen to a lot of just um, a lot of soul, um, R and B, um, gospel. Um, the gospel under my mind was so into like Yolanda Adams and uh, Kirk Franklin. Um, for soul, people like um, like Marvin Gaye, Eric Benet. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Anyone that she st- that your mom stayed playing that you didn't really like that much. Oh no, I liked it all. <laughs> I liked it all. Yeah. 
So uh, how, in, in, you know, long story short, how did you find your way up here to Chicago? You said you were in school in North Texas for a minute. I was at school in North Texas. I went there for a year. And then I called my mom. I was like, Ma, I don't want to be in school right now. And the way she's been all my life, she's been just real open. And she was like, if you don't want to be in school, just do what makes you happy. And I, I actually got on the scene out in, in um, Denton and Dallas for a couple of years. I moved back to Houston for a year. And then I got this random call from Columbia College. And they were looking for a lead trumpet player to play in a jazz band and to take a full scholarship. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And so. Uh, how random. Like, how, how do you, you think they yeah. found you? Yeah. So it, it, so it's all, it's all divine, man. It's a bunch I, of people have... student loans from Columbia right now. Mad as hell at this story. They're like, I could have learned trumpet. Come on. <laughs> Man, you know, and I'm thankful, man, and uh, it's it's God, man, because I have I have no I had no part in that situation. Like, um, I went to North Texas for a year, and there was one person that I met there who was from Chicago who recommended me. Um, when they were, when he found out they were looking for a trumpet player, and he was like, "This guy, he got he he could fulfill the position." And they reached out. Um, I told them I was interested. They sent me some music. It was like we just need to hear you play, just to confirm that you're <laughs> that you're able to Why play. trumpet player, <laughs> <laughs> right? So they sent me um, a chart. It was um, "Come Fly with Me" by uh, Frank Sinatra, performed mm -hmm. by Frank, Frank Sinatra, and um, I auditioned through YouTube. I recorded it and put it on YouTube and sent it to him. And <laughs> Is that like a thing that happens? Like, do you have you heard any other stories where people had? Because I've, I've never really heard like yeah. a college just doing something like that. Um. I, I want to say that it, it 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 may have happened before because colleges when they when they need somebody for a position they they're gonna they're gonna find it somewhere or another and especially if they have funding, you know. And Columbia doesn't have that much funding, but they, they had enough they had to enough find for you, yeah. And um, <laughs> and so I mean, I I just feel blessed that I, it was my situation, you know. I, if it happened to somebody else too, that's that's great for them, man. But I. I don't know. I never yeah. heard of it happening. Did you have any like uh, that? You have, any, you have any like hesitation or trepidation making the move up here? Like, were you like, yes, no. let's go? No, nah, man. I, I I was I was kind of salty, man, because I, I when I moved back to Houston, I had um, officially hit the scene as Sam Trump. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because Sam Trump is my pseudonym. My my real name is is Sam Harris, and um, so I officially hit the uh, the scene like eight months before I got this call, and I was like, man, like things are just really. I'm like at the at the I'm at the peak right now. I'm at the apex of, of my career right now, and, <laughs> and people I'm getting calls and I'm doing all these performances and and a, a lot of awareness on the scene in Houston is is uh, really picking up. And so that was the only thing. I was in a relationship at, at, as well at the time, so mm. I just had things that I was kind of holding on to. But I'd been in Texas all my life. I was like, yo, I'm I'm definitely trying to make this move. So I, give me the perspective uh, of. As a musician specifically, how the Chicago scene felt? Because what are we talking? Twenty ten right now? Oh oh nine. Oh nine. Oh nine. So yeah. so w what did that look like for you? What what was different? What was distinct? What was surprising? <clears throat> man, that's a great question, man. Chicago just in and of itself, man, is like it's a big city. You know, downtown Houston is like uh, maybe a fifth of what yeah, Chicago is. is. You know what I'm saying? So, um. I I just approached the situation like just kind of sparsely here and there because I came to Chicago to fulfill this position, so I, I thought of it as me coming to Chicago for a job. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that makes sense. So my priority was school and was playing the trumpet for for this program, um, but every once in a while I hit like an open mic here and there, and um, a lot of talent, man. A lot of talent. A, a lot of. Um, Chicago is just different. There's a there's a lot of um, there's there's less smiles. I have to say that mm, okay. compared to the South, there's less <laughs> smiles and and less love initially. Uh, initially, initially, um, <laughs> um, but you know, when, once you prove yourself, you know it's it's a lot of love. And um, I, I think that Chicago has kind of uh, shaped me more into a more. Um, um, a doer, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, prove it, prove it a, first. A, a you know what I'm mentality. I hear that yeah. a lot when I go to other cities that that's like well, Chicagoans are known for that. Especially yeah. when we go out to LA, they say that like mm -hmm. Chicagoans grind harder. And it definitely like comes that that rings true looking at what you do. Like mm -hmm. I said up top, like you're there, you're doing your thing, kinda like you know, you're just you're on stage all the time, you're performing mm -hmm. all the time, you're on the road all the time. Yeah. Uh when you were before let's say before you made that move and things were starting to grow 
in, in, in Houston, what were you imagining the like next step being before this whole left turn came in? In Houston, um, I just, I just imagine just kind of being in the forefront, kind of like open up, opening up for some big artists who came in and like uh, potentially getting signed because Houston is, you know, a lot of people look at Houston, but it's it's also very far removed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So Houston is like a, a world of its own. Um, so in Houston, I felt like I was I was on a, on a great path, and it, it it looked a lot easier. Like I said, I was there for just eight months doing this thing as a performer um and i feel like now that i'm i've been here for six years in chicago that it's finally coming coming around you know what i'm saying so it's just a different completely different beast do you still have connections to that houston scene um yes yes and yes but not many you know what i'm saying a lot of them are, are just lost or like you know i just haven't really been in contact with those folks just because of business you know yeah so as things are starting to open up in the city, you know, a lot of the spaces where I see you performing are rooms that maybe five years ago didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Here, you know, between, you know, I've seen you up at the Promontory a few times, or mm-hmm. you've you've had kind of ongoing residencies at the California Clipper, and, mm-hmm. you know, these, the, these new spaces that fit what you do really, really well. Uh, when you were, let's say, before they came around, were there rooms that you were going to that you were like, man, I really want to be playing here? Rooms in Chicago. Yeah, um, there there were, but they were bigger rooms. You know, um, like you're saying, these these more more um, these smaller, more intimate rooms are the rooms that I that I go for because that's that's my thing. You know, I, I want to perform and I want to connect, and I'm I'm glad that you see that. You know, but that, that's that's the idea of it. You know, like I I really have no huge desires on being like this big star quote-unquote star and like i'm performing on these on these huge stages stages where i can't even touch the person's hand in the front row Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i'd rather be like almost eye to eye not even on the stage on the same floor as you like at the corner at the promontory or something like that yeah to where we can just really connect and uh if if i'm if i'm doing that type of show um for the rest of my life and you know expanding my audience at the same time I'm, i'm completely happy yeah, I mean, it, it almost has this twofold thing where you're you're doing that in these spaces across the city, mm-hmm. and then you're on the road all the time with Sidewalk Chalk. First of all, for those who don't know, like, how do y'all describe what you do, and how did you get? How did that come together? Sidewalk Chalk, um, <laughs> for me, it almost came with moving to Chicago. I met Sidewalk Chalk like the third month I was here. Mm. Um, I came in August. I met them in October, and. Um, they just called me in to do a show and kind of add horns to their stuff. And uh, me and the trombonist came in at the same time. And he and I gelled together, and he and I gelled with the band together. And it just was kind of like an unsaid new membership. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we're we're a hip-hop, soul, jazz band. We like to call ourselves the, av- the evolution of hip-hop, soul, and jazz. Um, but we have three albums out. We're, we're based in Chicago, but we've been traveling um, all over the states and all over North America, shall I say? And uh, uh, for the last for the last three years, and um, and things have been been really uh, fruitful with that group. And it's just like what I've been doing with myself, just kind of building from the ground up and um, doing a lot of shows to, yeah. to expand. What would you say the experience of touring like that, or just being part of that band, has? Uh, what would what would you say that's given you? And maybe on the other side, like what have been some of the trickier or harder parts about being in this kind of ongoing ensemble that when you're on the road a lot you know mm-hmm. i was just on the road for a week and i'm exhausted like you know <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's great because it, it's a lot of great experiences with uh with you know new cities and and new fans knowing how to deal with with a new audience and kind of introducing yourself in that moment um also the business side of it and and um, you know asking for for guarantees you know because you can't just go to some brand new city and and it's it's seven or eight of us, and we all gotta eat. We all gotta put gas yeah. in the vehicle, you know. So like asking for money and 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 knowing your worth, you know what I'm saying. Um, and also uh, partnering up with promoters and other things I've learned is uh, dealing with hardships, man. You know, we've had broken down vehicles, we missed shows because of broken down vehicles, and um, and being able to just uh, depend on each other and and um, and just be, you know, think light of heavy situations is uh, something that I've, that I've learned. Um, on the flip side, things have been uh, 
kind of tough, you know, just being in and out because um, it's a huge adjustment. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you have a home base, but you're, you know, you're living out of a suitcase most of the time. So um, I, I like routines, but, you know, um, nowadays I think I'm getting used to just kind of, kind of just going with the flow, taking it day by day and not necessarily depending on the routine to get my stuff done. But when I have a chunk of time to work, I say, okay, I need to get this, this and this done, you know, um, and not sleeping a lot. I learned about <laughs> sleep cycles. I get about uh, four and a half to six hours a night. So That's two straight <laughs> insomniacs on the show, two in a row. <laughs> so let's hear another track off the uh, upcoming project. What's, uh, what's it called? project um the the project is uh entitled purple skies uh we actually wrote this project about a uh about a year and a half ago with sounds the, like a future mixtape uh, <laughs> 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 well yeah i mean um I, I think future like it <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening future, you know you could call into the show as well oh uh, this is featuring an ergo alum add two whoop uh, it's called brother here on WHPK. Can't look in the eyes of my brother without shedding a tear for my brother. I really want to try for my brother because I truly do feel for my brother. And since they lied to my brother. I'll teach the truth to my brother
matter See, I gotta wanna protect you like you my own And we have to We respond for one another No matter whatever they say <laughs> Yo, they can try to take but they can't erase Nah, can't watch you wait This is WHPK Ergo Radio. That was actually a world premiere. Sam Trump featuring the homie Ad too with Brother. That joint was was beautiful. It, it's dope because like y'all linking up because y'all have very similar positive energies. You know what I'm saying? I can see y'all getting along together in a room very well and being be very optimistic and loving with each other. <laughs> is, is that how this song came about? Well, uh, the, the song was written. Um, it was preconceived with without. Uh, the rap verse in mind, but uh, after it was written, I, kn- I was like, I know exactly who I want on it. And um, add to is just a homie, man. He's 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 such a a, a gentle, kind soul, man. And he's uh, and when you hear him rap, it's like bam, like he's yeah. he's just so intense. And um, but but he and I, we can like I can hit him up for one thing, and we'll be on the phone like for like an hour just talking, <laughs> just talking about you know just uh, just life and. And um, but but with a lot of inspiration behind it, just always inspiring each other, and just you know uh, talking through problems or issues or whatever, man. Like Add Two is the homie. I can hit him up at any time, and um, and yeah, he he'll be down to talk. Yeah, that's what's up, both of y'all. But going back to you specifically, um, your your, your music feels very much like a, a honest reflection of like your temperament and who you are. It feels very true to like. <laughs> The dude you are, um, and is there ever times where like it may be somewhat limited or frustrating? Do you ever get like mad or, or or angry or aggressive and feel like you get pigeonholed and it's like being the smooth guy, right? Is there any ways where artistically you want to have kind of a little bit more mm-hmm. aggressive uh, energies and, and sounds? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I do change things up, and um, but I mean, if it if it sounds honest, then that's that's you know that that's that's the goal, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but whatever people want to label it as, you know that that's fine with me, uh, because it's it's up to their to their discretion, you know. In the end, as well, you know, um, I just want to get it out to the people. And uh, um, I have I have other projects though. I do switch things up, like um, this song that you heard here. It's not necessarily smooth, but it's actually I'm I'm talking about issues of of black culture um, in in America. You know what I'm saying? And and like. I'm I'm pretty much speaking out and, and kind of yelling, you know, each each line, you know, and it's very uh, repetitive and, and cyclical in the way that I deliver it. Um, so it's not necessarily smooth, you know. There's other songs on, on the forthcoming album that are, um, but yeah, as far as getting pigeonholed, I, I don't I don't look at it that way because um, I don't I don't have a problem with with being this smooth cat, you know what I'm saying? But if, if you if you, you are a smooth cat, there's, more, there's worse things to be known as. Right. But that's really interesting though. You're talking about the um, the delivery or the the structure of how you're how you're singing your lines or the way that you're you know delivering your voice or or, or the even the instrumentation of it, how you're playing your instrument, um, being being the mechanism to like understand that frustration or that feeling. So mm-hmm. even if it's not like you know, hard since banging. You know, it's not it's not Jesus, right? Since you can still get the feeling across in a way that like is uh, is honest, right? Right, and and that's the thing, man. Like, I, I just I just have this one voice, you know. So it may even come out a certain way, you know. But um, I'm always try to use it in in different ways, you know, to to kind of get the point across and 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 to 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 play the part in wh- whatever the subject matter of the song is. Um, do, do you, in in some ways, feel like I don't know? I kind of hate this cliche, but like the last of a dying breed, uh, because in a lot of ways, us that like kind of are in this generation where hip hop has become mm-hmm. so popular. Hip hop in a lot of ways is a response mm-hmm. to the divestment from like music education, right? Mm-hmm. And so there, there are a lack of saxophones and a lack of guitars mm-hmm. and pianos, so people started scratching and sampling. Yeah. Um, and so with you having access to that resource and to that education and and with 
kind of the DJ and the one man behind the microphone mm-hmm. becoming the go-to model uh, for performing, especially in in Black America somewhat. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how does that feel, like, being able to see that transition and know that, like, before you, you were doing what was more the norm or, you know? Yeah, um, I don't feel like I'm the last of a dying breed because um, I feel like it's about perspective. Um, a glass being half full or half empty. You know what I'm saying? Like, first off, as far as marketing... Like, it's great that I'm one of the few <laughs> smooth singers who's not rapping, you know what I'm saying, who um, who plays trumpet right. and who has some type of uniqueness that's him, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't I don't mind that. But also there's, um, there's, you know, there's like the mainstream and there's also underground. And like when you when you're looking at all of the, the artists that are that are coming out um as far as live musicians there's there's a world of of artists out there who are killing the game right now that a lot of people don't know about and um it's real nice that Heidi's Coyote was nominated for a Grammy um what last year and um and Snarky Puppy won um um something with, with for the for the family dinner with Layla and, and this is some like virtuoso musicianship yeah. type mm-hmm. yeah but it's not necessarily being played Mm-hmm. or performed in you know it, it's it's a different world and right, it's, it's a different typically world. a white world you mm. know in you think about like all the lounges and stuff where people mm-hmm. are playing bands and you know i was just in baltimore and talking to folks about like the go-go scene and how they still have bands that get up and perform there but it's this insular like protected thing to mm-hmm. play that music and it, it goes almost back to what we're talking about about these new rooms here being places where that happens, like the Promontory mm-hmm. and the Clipper, but you know, and the Promontory is a little different. But like, it's mostly both of those like take on this nostalgic feel that is ne- somewhat being marketed to, you know, folks who look like me mm-hmm. more than other folks who well, you know were in those rooms forty years ago in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, but even forty years ago, I mean, or if you think in the forties. You know, you had black musicians performing for whites. You know, That's true. Um, like I, I mean, I don't. Some sometimes you see that you know black artists. If you look into their audience, you see that there's a lot of um, white supporters. You know, but um, it can't be misconstrued. You know, thinking that black people don't support. You know, or they're mm-hmm. not looking for a live experience because I mean, doing like the the corner at the promontory, um, which is something that I mentioned a couple times, or even my residency in in. Um, and uh, at the California Clipper this past December, um, they were very happy for having me there, the California Clipper, because I actually brought in some diversity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, so I, I think, I think that because there's not a lot of, and especially male singers mm. who just sing. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> yeah. not. It's not a lot of it. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think I'm a part of a, a, the last of a dying breed because I think that I may even maybe breathe some some fresh air some into it and maybe inspire some some people under me to kind of kind of bring that back. Um, but I can't forget about people like Earth St. James and Adam Ness and D. Wilson. You know these these great black male singers on the scene right now who are, who are killing the game as well in Chicago. Um, but yeah, man, I I I I'm just I'm just trying to stay in my lane. I, I recognize my lane and I recognize that what I need to be doing to advertise who I am because I am a soul musician, a soul business, a soul proprietor. Like, yeah. I, I gotta, I That's gotta a pun right keep... there. That's <laughs> the soul proprietor. <laughs> I gotta keep performing. That's, That's my advertisement. That's you know what I'm saying? Do you, so as a transplant, um, in what ways have you connected with, like, the legacies of Chicago with this being a historical mecca of blues and Ooh, jazz yeah. and you, you know, engaging with a lot of that tradition? Um, just with being a singer, man, um, I've, I've done some stuff at Southside Community Arts Center where like Nat King Cole once sang and, and a lot of other greats and, and, um, like on, on Monday, um, I'll be at the Jazz Showcase, uh, performing at the, the longest standing jazz venue in Chicago. Um, you know, so I'm, 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 I'm moving around and, and where, trying Where is to, that? Uh, it's, it's in the South Loop. It's, uh, Dearborn and, um... Dear follow Lord. him on Twitter. Google yeah, follow, <laughs> follow me on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> at Sam Trump. I need to put you on the spot. <laughs> but uh, it's it's I think it's 500 South Dearborn actually. Okay, it's right Man. behind that Bar Louis. The human Google Maps over here. That was pretty solid. <laughs> but yeah, so you're being in these rooms where it's happened in the past. Yeah, and, yeah. 
and trying to transcend and like create a moment, man, and just and just trying to make it special for people, man. I want and I I think it's I think it's coming around. I think that I'm I'm succeeding in it, but I, I want people to come to the show, man, and and have an experience that they have never had before, and 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 they want to come back and they want to bring friends and um and uh, I'm I'm starting to see that now. I'm starting to see that that people appreciate it. To where like it's, it's it's growing, you know what I'm saying, and so I'm 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 very happy with with the work that I've done, and and I, I know that it's um not a lot of people doing it, and I know that this city has a, a rich history, and even the, the 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 people who that history has touched, they're not the people who come to my shows. It's it's their mm. it's their um their their offspring, you know what I'm saying. So I'm I'm just trying to provide something different and fresh and bridge that gap maybe a and little bridge bit. The gap, some yeah. of which is generational, some of which is all these other gaps yeah. that we're talking mm-hmm. about, yeah. So let's hear uh, let's hear one more track. Is this one also uh, a world premiere type situation? This yes, is, uh, this is this is also yeah. Hey, and, we uh, too exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> this boss yeah. new shit. <laughs> yeah, we gotta come up with a drop for that too yeah. for the exclusive. Yeah, uh, this is uh, that thing. Sam Trump here on Ergo, W H P K.
was Sam Trump with another world premiere. What was the name of that track? That Thing. That Thing. That was Love. So you also, um, we haven't talked a lot about your lyricism. What was some of your, your entry into writing? How did you get into into doing that? Um, well, I started off writing poetry um, when I first hit the scene in Houston back in 2008. Um, it was on a poetry scene. And um, it was at an open mic, mostly poetry. And... Um, Sign, I signed a list as Sam Trump for the very first time, and I was announced and brought to the stage as Sam Trump, and <laughs> um, and I performed a, a poem, and uh, just you know kept coming back and started doing more singing and stuff, and and I had a poem that I wrote with the trumpet. I was actually you know spitting and then uh, you know playing some horn to kind of mix in, and so that's how I started, and then I, I eventually started just writing songs, and I wanted to kind of be like a, I started seeing a change in in R and B, you know, being real sexy and. And all this, and I was just like, I, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna write about love, man. I think love is a, is a very powerful, it's the most powerful thing that we have, you know. So, um, yeah. I started writing love songs. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of morphed into other things, but, but yeah. So in that uh, in that R and B transition, I think that takes us perfectly oh, to. I think it's that time. I think it is that time. So our, our favorite, <laughs> well, not our favorite, our second favorite game that we play. We only have two games. Uh, so also our least favorite. <laughs> but, <laughs> but our second favorite game is called Beef with an R and B singer, and I feel like the genre has run amok. There has been no accountability for years now. These kids are crazy these days. Uh, but but we span across the entire horizon of the R and B timeline. That's the most you've ever sounded like an uncle on the radio. Man, these kids. <laughs> so I would love to know one R and B artist, any era. Who you got beef with? Call them out, son. It's time to get real. We all about that action up here. Man, as soon as you said that. First person came to mind was oh, oh, oh. Keith Sweat. Woo! That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. He deserves to be on the list. Let's talk about. It. We got I like literally just jumped in. Why Keith Sweat? Yo, I mean, he deserves just, it. He, yeah, man, he's he Keith just, Sweat. like the musicality of it. Sometimes it's just really bad, man. He's got some songs out there that were singles and number one hits that are just really bad, man. <laughs> Like like your your singing is is kind of annoying all the whining and stuff yeah. like that like it, I guess it was part of the 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 nineties craze or whatever but man so many women supported you to where the men just had to play Keith Sweat when they wanted to swoon that lady and <laughs> you got a monopoly y'all ever have y'all ever heard his like late night radio show where he's like yeah you know, calls in and the like Sweat Hotel yeah. <laughs> ladies tell you man how oh, you feel no. the yeah. apology oh, hour yeah, apology yeah, hour bro yeah, yeah, yeah. what'd you do wrong that's also low key maybe the worst performer name of all time Keith, Keith Sweat that's <laughs> 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 so gross <laughs> also uh, completely unrelated random turn yeah. up top how long you been growing the hair up top man it's been like two and a half years two and a half years uh, prior to that I, I grew it for a year and I cut it and I was sad Aww. and I started growing it back again so word, how word. long have you been at this point Dave I'm about a year and a half I'm oh man your stuff half. goes fast bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I haven't combed in about a year and a half okay word so your, your, your hair is probably much longer than we, we really even know yeah it's pretty long it comes like to get in here there. Yeah, yeah. If I pull like it. You should straighten it out one over. day. <laughs> I can't. I got, I got fro locks right oh, now. Okay. I got Ooh. locks. Oh, those are real. I got locks happening right yeah, now. Those so. are, real. are you gonna let it? Would you let it lock up? Would you? Would you do I that? mean, it's, it's it, there. It is. <laughs> I have no <laughs> choice, man. I can't even comb it. If, even if I wanted to, I can't even. Where? So before we hear from you, mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna play our favorite game. Where? Um, and so this game is called. Since we, you know, we focus on youth here. Strong young voices uh -huh. is one of our tags. We like to educate the people. Where? Right. And the people can be the audience or the people can be the guests what? so you can help us educate the people or mm -hmm. you can get educated yourself and this game is called let me school you young okay so what we do is we play an old school track and i have faith in you because uh -huh. you're a soulful cat <laughs> 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 we play an old school track we don't give you the name of the artist or the name of the song okay and if, if you can figure out those two uh pieces of information and you win and so we uh we qualify people always to, to have great gifts uh, and so this week if you do win um, you qualify to win. You are entered to win a book of riddles written by Jesse Jackson. So you you go take you go take your poetry <laughs> grave right. to a whole other level. I gotta level win. I gotta with win. With his this. little soliloquies. That prize is mine. Oh, my <laughs> so this is from I forgot what year it's from, but this is a dope track. Let me school you, youngin. WHBK Ergo Radio.
All right, we're going to cut it there. Uh, I love that track. It's, it's, I, I have faith in you. So I you, love it too, man. Do you think you think you, you, you know what it is? Are you about to get this book of Jesse Jackson Riddles? I think you better hand that book over. Yeah, all right. You're <laughs> you about to get qualified. What, what, what you got? That's how uh, people make the world go round by the stylist. Boom, 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 boom. I'll run it out of sounds. <laughs> Word. Congratulations, man. You are one of the few winners. We we rarely get people that get the name and the wow. title. So I am proud of you, Mr. Trump. Thank you, sir. Um, so you're going to take us out of For those who don't know, there's actually a ukulele in the studio right now. So I'm excited to see and hear what's about to happen. What are you, uh, you going to play for us as we come to the end of the show? I'm going to play uh, the most requested song um, that I do on ukulele. It's called Paradise. It's from my... Um, my EP, Sam Trump Plays the Uke, uh, released in 2013. Um, yeah, this is Paradise. Just like that you can be anywhere Just imagine the place and you'll be there If you close your eyes and count to three When you open them again you'll be in paradise It's the place that you wanna be where society is happy and free oh, oh, And you can be whatever your mind can seize In, oh, in paradise Woo, oh, oh, paradise Woo, oh, oh, paradise We were over here jamming out to that. That joint was smooth, man. Much love. This is Sam Trump here with Ergo Radio. Where can they find you, Sam? Please go to my website first, y'all. SamTrumpOnline.com. And you're playing all over the city. I created it myself. You made that website? It's smooth website. Absolutely. And I know you. Absolutely. You're a smooth cat on the internet, apparently. You have a show tonight, I believe. Where? You have a show tonight at Untitled. It's a free show. At Untitled, 111 West Kenzie Street downtown uh with my with my acoustic group actually i'll be playing a uh, ukulele and singing and um uh the acoustic group is uh acoustic all down um but you can find me at sam trump on all the social media at sam trump follow me now follow sam follow us at ergo radio ergo daniel damon underscore af thank you so much for tuning in we'll be back next week with some more strong young voices from chicago and beyond talk to you then we gone much love Peace out.